Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's your man, Dame DNYDC, host of the Two Mics Up podcast. Back with a season three banger. I'm telling you, I'm excited today. Um, today's guest, man, um, it's kind of a, a, a game changer in a way with where we're moving uh, in our world, in our space and place, uh, you know, the pandemic uh, and, and kind of working through that. I kind of see this really impacting you know, our infrastructure uh, in a way that maybe none of us have really thought about. And before I get into that and and really diving into what I'm talking about, because I'm going to leave you hanging for a second, I want to thank our sponsors. You know, they've been a huge help uh, to the continued success and growth of Two Mics up here. And, you know, if you feel like you are interested in becoming a sponsor, reach out to us uh, at vp2micsup at gmail.com. You know, TD3 Insurance, Bubbles and Brews Philly, Riddick Entertainment. Like I said, shout out to you all and thank you for your continued support and for advertising here on the show. So as I digress and get back into what I was speaking about, the world's moving towards uh, electronic vehicles. And I remember as a young child, uh, there was a, a tune called The Jetsons. And we were talking about, you know, they're talking about flying vehicles, which, again, is on the horizon. But we're in that phase where gas is moving. We're moving away from gas to electric. And I never thought that we would be at the place that we are with so many electric vehicles, you know, coming to the forefront, Tesla and and the likes, building vehicles at such a rate. But there's a part to this that I guess really plays a a, a prominent part uh, in how this really gets within the infrastructure, gets into neighborhoods that look like us in the black and brown community. And I'm really honored to have this gentleman join us today. And I'm going to bring him to the forefront. You know, this is our good friend, Joshua Aviv. You know, this brother is really, like I said, for me, in my mind, when I read the story and started digging in, really at the forefront of, of something that's really huge. So before we really start diving in, Joshua, could you just take a few moments and really, you know, let us know a little bit about yourself, where you're from? Yeah. So hello, everyone. Uh, Super excited to be on the podcast. My name is Josh Aviv. I'm the founder and CEO of Spark Charge. At Spark Charge, we make, you know, portable charging stations that allow electric vehicle owners to have their car charged anytime and anywhere they want. We just released our new mobile app called Charge Up. Um, which is now allowing EV owners to choose the time, date, location, um, and have their electric vehicle charged anywhere they want, whether it be at home, at work, or out on the go. Uh, The same way that you order food through Uber is now the same way that you can have your car charged. Push a button and get it delivered. Wow. Wow. That that, that whole concept right there, ladies and gentlemen, like, if you didn't really hear what this brother was talking about, we... You know, we're going to that because that's really amazing to me when we think about how when this first started, the way that charging was being done and how you had to do it. And now where Spark Charge has now really kind of developed a a niche or a way to get into the infrastructure uh, of the because you really drive at one point to go get get your vehicle charged if you couldn't afford to do it at home and things like that. So before we get into that. Josh, can you share, you know, where and how, you know, did Spark Charge originate? Yeah, so started the company in my dorm room uh, while I was a student at Syracuse University. Wow. Um, we were the definition of a dorm room startup. 
Um, I remember going into class one day and the professor saying, you know, hey, if you want to change the world, um, learn more about electric vehicles. And I remember taking up on that offer, meeting with him after class and starting to really deep dive into, you know, electric vehicles, electric vehicle infrastructure, the problems, the limitations around them um, and how, you know, those problems could be solved. And from there, you know, really grew the company from, you know, a dorm room startup to I think, you know, now we're close to about 30, you know, 30 employees across the country. So it's been an exciting journey. Um, it's been an exciting ride. And, you know, we're just excited to continue to grow and scale. Man, incredible, first of all. And and please tell me if I'm if I'm incorrect, because I, I read somewhere, you know, you got like one or two heavy hitters, like really involved and really help. Uh, push this through you know when I, when I say like Mark Cuban and, and, and the likes of that have they taken an entry and like I'm just want to make sure that I read this correctly you know you've got some really powerful people behind this concept and bringing this to fruition you know is that is that true yeah so I mean we we were very fortunate enough to bring on some top tier investors include Mark Cuban uh Lori Grenier Steve Case the founder of AOL um we've got some of the most amazing investors you could ask for backing the company um, that truly believe in our mission and vision to help revolutionize the electric vehicle industry. Man, kudos to you, my brother. I mean, that, uh, that like that just makes my hair stand up, man. I, I really love when we can take things, like I said, uh, you, you heard it as a challenge. You know, it sounds like, and you took that challenge, you made that your vision and you brought your vision to fruition. And I think so many of us, we really need to hear and see uh, people that uh, look like we do in the black and brown community and as a whole you know that all things are possible uh when you really take on a challenge and, and make it your own and i have to ask though so when you really get into the, the specifics right and i want to kind of simplify this as best i can and kind of getting into like three three-part question like so what are you actually building right and we we kind of understand why uh, but I think more importantly, like how, how are you building it? Yeah. So, I mean, you get, when it gets down to it, what we're building is the world's first, you know, ultra fast, portable um, and mobile electric vehicle infrastructure. And how we're building it is really simple. It comes in two parts. The first phase is, you know, building the technology that enables you to have a charge delivered to your electric vehicle mobily. So, you know, we had to build out our, our first portable DC fast charger, right? We spent the first couple of years building that. We sold it to businesses. We went out and we made deals with companies like Allstate, Ajero, AAA, Honk, Urgently, you name it. Um, we really, you know, encapsulated the roadside industry. Then we said, well, let's go after fleets. So we struck deals with, you know, companies like Spiffy and Booster mm -hmm. um, so that they can service their fleets. And then we said, well, you know, there's this untapped billion dollar market in convenience charging. How do we get into that? And we said, no one else is really going after it. We work with a lot of OEMs. We work with a lot of people in a lot of organizations in the EV industry, but no one's attacking this market. How do we go after it? And so we developed our own app called ChargeUp, and we launched it in Dallas, San Francisco, and LA. And within the first, you know, I think three months, we delivered somewhere close to 40,000 miles of range wow. to EV owners. And we're wow. currently on track to deliver close to 100,000 miles of range by the end of the year. Wow. And so you think about, you know, how you're doing it. The first part is developing the mobile charging technology itself. The mm -hmm. second part is putting that technology in the hands of the EV owner and allowing them to request that technology to them, regardless of time, place, geographical region, whether they can always have it delivered to them anytime, anywhere they want with the mobile app. So, you know, with, with I mean, all of that, man, I mean, 
what hiccups though did you find early on that were were deterrents i guess you know because it seems like you kind of got in really at that perfect moment where things were kind of built and and set in place for you but what were some of the difficulties that maybe you ran into uh trying to you know get your your process out to all of these you know like i said oems and all of these you know transport uh, transport companies and and owners and ownerships and dealerships what did you incur that really kind of that you felt like man this is going to be a problem like and you really had to work to to fix or get around you know these these holdups or these blocks yeah i think the first problem we encountered you know especially early on was the fact that people didn't really think that electric vehicles were going to be that prominent mm -hmm. um we you know when we first launched you know the company people said you know oh electric vehicles are you know, they're not going to take off. They're not going to stick. You know, it's, it's going to be gone in a couple of years. We really had to spend a lot of time, I guess, you know, fighting those assumptions. Mm -hmm. And then once those assumptions were kind of passed, as the industry kind of matured and moved on, it became more of an educational piece. So we went mm -hmm. from this, you know, state of where some people were just in denial about electric vehicles and not wanting to believe that they would, you know, really grow to now educating people on the electric vehicle market, educating them on the makes and models, the nuances of owning an electric vehicle, the limitations of owning an electric vehicle. We really had to switch from, you know, this this uh, defense to this educational piece. Mm. And then, you know, that was kind of like the midpoint. Now, a lot of people know about electric vehicles. A lot of people drive electric vehicles. Right, and now right. it's really about saying, OK, here's how we can truly enhance and grow this market. So, you know, the the, the denial part is over. The educational piece still exists somewhat. but a lot of people understand it. A lot of people get it. And mm -hmm. that's really when we've been able to help you know, reap the rewards because people finally understand what we've been you know, out here trying to accomplish. And so we've been able to move faster and work with more partners because of that. Yeah, and I, I do want to ask, because you mentioned something in there. Um, and, and so we do have a lot of different makes and models now uh, with EV vehicles. So with your charger, and the app like does is this like a universal piece or is this something like that you have to create per model or you know like how how does that even work is, or, or... yeah it's it's super simple so i mean it's it's just about universal so we okay. we service just about every battery electric vehicle or fully electric vehicle on the market mm -hmm. hmm. that's that's pretty simple then i mean that straightforward you can't really you know I don't want to say F up with that, but you know, you can't, you can't really mess that up. So that, that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. So the app, the app tells you which cars are being serviced uh, in that area. Oh, oh, okay. So it's a really all inclusive. So, so like you said, it's like, almost like uh, uh, a menu. It's a EV menu. Correct. Huh. When okay. You're, when, you're, when you're signing up, you see your car, you select it, uh, you upload your car's information and you're good to go. This man, this new technology, boy, I tell you, it's something else. So, then, Josh, what would you say is the mission and the vision of Spark Charge? And how do you see that play out uh, in the community at large? Yeah, so our mission and vision is to help grow the electric vehicle industry and to really help scale EV adoption across the country. When we think about you know, what that means for the community, that means allowing electric vehicle adoption to happen in communities. So right now, you know, if you go to buy an electric vehicle, you know, there's some expectation that you have access to a charging station, whether you live in a house, whether you live in an apartment, a condo, where have you, you know, there's some expectation that, you know, you 
live in a place where you have access to this infrastructure. And the reality of it is, is that that's not really true for everyone. Not everyone lives in a place where their apartment complex or condo is going to provide them access to, you know, a charger. Um, that's unfortunate, but that's the reality of the situation. With a mobile charging network, you can essentially have range delivered to anyone anywhere, right? Wow. So regardless of where I live, regardless of if I live in a dense area or a sparse area, regardless of if I live in an apartment, a condo or a house, I can have range brought to me. So if you can remove those barriers, remove those hurdles around where, when, and how do I charge my car, essentially you can help grow the electric vehicle market at a faster rate, thus improving communities that typically didn't have access to that technology to begin with. Mm, man, that, that's powerful stuff right there. Uh, I didn't even think of it in, in that manner. So then let me ask, so like you mentioned, you know, dense cities, where, where, where is... Uh, the app available or where's your services available is like this all 50 states or is this like a growing process a budding process that you're working on like where, where are you at right now in that process yeah so we are you know our launch cities our launch cities are san francisco dallas and los angeles mm -hmm. and then we're looking to add another three to four cities over the next coming months oh man i i cannot wait and look so i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm gonna throw a curveball question because i so i'm not an ev owner but I, I, my wife and I uh, are seriously con considering it. Uh, but I got uh, Josh. You you got an EV. You you are you still on this? Oh, you do. Oh, yes. okay. All right. So this this gentleman here is speaking truth uh, and and living living his work. So I mean that that's awesome. Um, you know, this right here is really going to be a game changer. I think as we move on and and within that. So where do you see? Uh, the evolution of vehicles itself. Like, do you still think that there's going to be uh, a more, a, how do you, how do you say it? A better increase in mileage from a charge uh, as we grow along? Because, and again, I, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate with this question because if, if the vehicle uh, is given better mileage, let's say, uh, how does that impact, you know, the need for, let's say, spark charge? And that's just a devil's advocate question that just kind of hit me. Yeah, and it doesn't really impact us at all. I mean, we mm -hmm. charge cars now that have, you know, 300, 400 miles, and they still oh, wow. request range to them. And I think you really have to think about it, right? You know, it, it's it's not a factor of the car's mileage and how much energy is in the battery. It's a factor of the infrastructure. And anyone mm -hmm. you talk to, any OEM, anybody who's really in the EV space will tell you that infrastructure is very far behind. I mean, mm -hmm. Think about this, right? You know, there's gas stations on almost every corner mm -hmm. and gas cars still run out, right? right. That's, that's why towing <laughs> operations are still in existence today. Um, and if you think about it, you know, I think, you know, there's a, close to 100,000 gas stations across the United States, but I think there's just over 5,000 EV e DC fast chargers. Wow. So think about that gap and then think about the time it's going to take to close that gap. It, it's really not about the mileage that's in the car. It's about the infrastructure. And we help close that gap to infrastructure and we help make that convenience a lot more, you know, accessible. So, you know, whether the car's got, you know, 100 miles or the car's got 300 miles, the accessibility, the convenience of mobile charging will always be there. And I think it's something that people really love. Oh, man, look, I, I love it. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about it. And I'm, like I said, I'm not a electric vehicle owner, but I mean, just the way that this is moving. Um, and plus for our environment, like, let's let's just be honest. Um, I our emissions are terrible, you know, with these gas vehicles and what I see and what I believe and what I've read uh, electric vehicles can do just by saving our environment. I think we should invest in it. 
uh, and continue to to work towards uh, progressing in that manner. So real quick before we continue uh, with our questions, I want to just take a quick second to jump into uh, a quick break for our sponsors, TD3 Insurance. Riddick Entertainment, Bubbles and Bruce Philly. You know, these are our platinum sponsors here Two Mike's Up. You know, we're all about supporting small businesses. You know, TD3 Insurance Agency protects and covers all your insurance needs. From auto, home, renters, commercial, specialty, and life, TD3 Insurance is uh, based and licensed in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, North Carolina, and New York with a brand new office at 3985 Prince William Parkway Suite 206. Give Cliff a call. He'll help take care of you today. Riddick Entertainment, you know, what can I say? Riddick Entertainment is a multifaceted event management firm based in Northern Virginia. You know, Riddick Entertainment's detailed creativity and precision event planning will give you a truly meaningful and memorable experience. Contact Riddick Entertainment at info at RiddickENT.com. Last but definitely not least, Bubbles and Brews Philly. Man, this is an amazing vintage mobile Prosecco and Craft beer bar. You know, if you really want to take your event or, or party or whatever to the next level, contact our friends at Bubbles and Bruce Philly. You know, they do great work. Contact them at Bubbles and Bruce Philly at Philly at getcozybars.com. Tell them to Mike's up sent you. We are back today with an amazing gentleman, amazing brother that's really helping change the game as far as, you know, the electric vehicles uh, industry and technology is concerned. Joshua Aviv. Uh, he's the CEO and founder of Spark Charge. You know, we're going to allow him to share that information, but you guys really go read up, you know, follow what's going on with, with his brother, his company at Spark Charge and what he's doing. Uh, I'm honored and proud to have him here today, man. I just love him. You know, we're just so blessed and creative by design. And uh, I'm a big fan of the work that, you know, young men uh, like Josh is doing. And Josh, coming back, you know, out of the break, I just have to ask, you know, so what other work had to really go into creating, you know, this first mobile ultra fast charging network? You know, we talk about infrastructure, but what, what nuts and bolts and detail, you know, maybe someone listening, you know, what did you have to go through from inception to design to presentation to getting this out? What really went into creating that first mobile network yeah so i mean you know on the on the hardware side you know that was you know a good three three plus years of iteration um you know we had you know really good good great engineers working um for the company still do that you know developed this amazing technology in-house i mean we mm. went through so many iterations so many ups and downs so many barriers we had to figure out how to get through and walls to jump over just to make that technology a reality. I mean, we, you know, we came out of it with, you know, a bunch of patents, which is awesome, but mm -hmm. um, really the, the hardest part was developing the mobile technology that allowed the network to exist, mm -hmm. developing a DC fast charger that was light enough for you to carry, but powerful enough to charge your car. Right. And I think mm -hmm. that's, um, that's something that took us, you know, three plus years to develop and make a reality. Wow. I mean, we really started with, an idea. Um, we really started with, you know, just this thought of, you know, wouldn't this be a great idea and can we do it? And then we, you know, we sought out and started working towards it and grew it into, you know, the amazing company that we have now. Man, 
that, that that's awesome. And those are the things I I like to share, you know, because I think a lot of our audience they sometimes they see the end result, and you know we think, oh man, you know, it, it looks easy, uh, but we don't really understand the work and the process that it really took for you to get to where you are and creating. Uh, if I'm if I'm uh, saying the correct, Rody, it, it's the it's the actual unit name mm-hmm. uh, that's used. So. Rody um, is really a, a lightweight portable battery, uh, and I don't want to lessen it, but that's pretty much uh, what it is and what it does. So does it come uh, like do you have trucks, vans, delivery? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a lightweight portable uh, charging unit that mixes you know a proprietary converter um, and then also a proprietary battery pack. Um, that together, when combined, allow an electric vehicle to get charged at a very fast rate. And then you take that technology and you apply it to, you know, a mobile platform that we developed. And now you've got your now you've got yourself a whole new mobile charging network that EV owners can tap into and have access to, regardless of you know where they're at or where their car's at. You've now essentially made you know charging your electric vehicle as easy as pushing a button. And that's something that you know in the history of electric vehicles was never done before. So to build out that core technology in the roadie and then to build out that platform and that network with charge up, it's something that we're, you know, extremely, you know, extremely proud of. Yeah, that's amazing. So that that pushing of the button on that on the app is called charge up. Correct. Charge up app. So take me or our listeners, because like I say, I, I I'm a little old school and you know I still sometimes fumble around. But from sorry, I mean, because if this is like Uber, I mean, I'm just going ahead and I'm downloading it. Like, where can we find and download and, and kind of walk us through that that whole process? Absolutely. Yeah, it's super simple. So with ChargeUp, you can download it from the iOS or Android uh, store on your phone. You can select, you know, how much range you want, where you want it, what time you want it, and push a button and have it delivered to you, you know, on the spot. Um, it's mm. essentially Damn. energy on demand. When wow. you want your car charged, it gets charged. And the range gets brought to you. You don't have to go find it. You don't have to sit and wait at a charging station. Wow. It's meant to be convenient, simple, and easy. Wow. I mean, that, that look, I'm sitting here. I'm just shaking my head. I mean, that's mind-blowing. So with all of that then, so where do you see or what's next in the development for a spark charge? Where do you, what do you see next? Yeah, we've got some, you know, we've got some really amazing products coming out. Um, you know, can't talk too much about them, but we've got some really amazing products coming out over the next couple of months. We'll also be looking to scale the service. So, you know, we'll go from three cities to possibly, I think, six or seven. Um, this is, you know, we're this is the time in our company's history when it's probably the most exciting, right? We are mm-hmm. growing faster. We are developing, you know, some amazing technology to help improve the network. Um, we've got a lot of exciting news that we can't wait to really share with, you know, a lot of our followers and a lot of, you know, our fans over the next couple of months. Man, like I, I'm, I'm excited to, to see where this is going. Um, you know, please, you know, I, I'm going to work to stay in touch, you know, as things come out and things that you can share, you know, we'll work to have you come back on. Uh, if you have any news that you want us to share, we'll be happy to share on our platform. Um, I, I'm excited for you, man, and I'm excited for just hearing your journey and your growth in such a short short time because it's only been what three or four years that you know from your inception or from the idea to now that you know you kind of put all of this together. 
Yeah, it, it it's been you know it's it's been a couple of years. It seems like it's been longer just because you know it's <laughs> been it's been quite the journey. Um, but we're you know it, it's definitely exciting times to see the company grow um, and scale at the rate that it's growing right now. Man, awesome. Well, before we close out today uh, on this amazing, amazing episode uh inspiring episode and I, I hope anyone listening you know in your in your dorm room in your basement in your closet doesn't matter where you are you know if you hear the call for a challenge you know accept the challenge and go ahead and put forth your best effort because things like this can happen and they do come true joshua aviv uh if you could just take a few minutes my brother just go ahead and share with our listeners you know where they can follow you and spark charge where they can get information about spark charge uh just take a few minutes to share that with our, our listeners and our audience before we close out today absolutely so you know first of all i want to say thank you to two mics up for having me on the podcast um it's been definitely an enjoyable time here talking with you guys uh you guys can follow us at spark charge on social media you can follow me at josh aviv on instagram uh feel free to connect on linkedin um, we're always available. We love talking with, you know, supporters. We love talking with customers. Um, and we always love feedback. And, you know, the support that you guys give us is what keeps us going. Um, and we've been, you know, very proud about that to have a lot of, you know, really good loyal followers. So um, feel free to reach out. We love talking with people. We love learning from individuals. Um, the electric vehicle industry, you know, it, it's, it's, it's the first industry in the world where a group of people have come together to make change in the world for the positive. So, you know, we're excited to be part of that and, you know, feel free to reach out to us. We're always available. Awesome. Hey, and you know, before we go, I, cause I have that, cause this is one of the things that, you know, we've kind of sunk back into this depression or not depressed, but this pandemic, which for some of us is it's depressing mentally. Um, how has that been? He had an impact on, you know, maybe your business or your business model, or do you still find that, you know, you're still, uh, you know, growing at a rate that that's kind of part of been part of your plan. Yeah, I think if anything, this, you know, this this situation that, you know, our country is in with the pandemic and with the, you know, the global pandemic for that reason, um, people have actually taken a stronger look at the electric vehicle industry, right? Because here's an industry that can actually make our planet better. Um, and so I think because of that, we've actually seen an uptick, uh, not a decrease, which I think is something that is a testament to how strongly people believe about electric vehicle and this electric vehicle revolution happening in our country. Hmm. Interesting. I, I don't know why this, that one just kind of just struck with me. And with that too, uh, are there, and, and I, these are just kind of off the cuff because it, it's just dawning me and I apologize. Are, are there any, you know, analogy or, or partners maybe that you're looking for? So if anyone is listening here that maybe they can partner with, or, uh, you know, because we're, we're all about connecting the dots here on Two Mics Up. So are there any, like, best partner partnering practices or people that you might be interested in partnering with that maybe if they're listening, maybe can reach out to you and use your information? Yeah, I mean, the, the simple answer is, you know, we're, we're always looking to partner with different companies, different organizations, different groups, different OEMs, different utilities, you name it, um, different organizations. Feel free, reach out. Um, if, if there's a way that we can work together, we will do it. Um, one of our, you know, one of our strong suits is the fact that we're able to partner with just about anyone. We're mm -hmm. able to work with just about anyone. Um, that's kind of been our philosophy. You know, how do you grow electric vehicles? How do you grow electric vehicle adoption? You know, by working with partners in the industry. So 
if there's, you know, orgs um, out there that, you know, say, hey, we think this would be a great idea. How can we implement it? Reach out. You know, you can reach out to our website. You can reach out to directly to us on social media. Um, we're very quick to respond. We would love to work with you. Man, that right there is just sensational. And we just going to leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here today. I don't care, you, you know, what you please go give this a read a follow a listen you know spark charge uh is a name that we should all uh, especially if you're ev owners should be uh accustomed with i don't know how you're currently uh working to go ahead and charge a vehicle vehicle but i'm proud to say here on two mics up we're giving you the new and improved alternative uh to go ahead and get your vehicle charged uh for 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 being on the road or doing whatever you do check them out you know before we close today uh man i just gotta go ahead and take a moment again to thank our partners our platinum sponsors td3 insurance britic entertainment bubbles and brews i want to thank my marketing and branding team over at 94 media house uh for putting all of this together and opening up our brand new shop www.2micsup.com forward slash shop hey if you're watching this on youtube today Make sure you go ahead, subscribe, go down there to the bottom over there, hit that little bell, give us a thumbs up, thumbs down, leave us a comment. We want to know, we want to hear from you. We want to continue to give you great content. And like we always do before we close out the show, stay safe, stay blessed. Mike's out.